Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to listen to the best music podcast ever? ever. Available on six platforms: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, and more. You're listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast with James Cox and Blake Mosley. Fell. Music Speaks interview. Born in Plath City, Florida, and raised in his hometown, Wilmington, North Carolina, our next guest began his music career in 2020 when he co founded the modern rock band Third Class Passenger and soon after punk rock band Ma Shot Paul. One element that w- <laughs> What element that makes music so powerful and his ability to heal? Or American singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist David, David Williamson, music has helped him fight off his own personal demons. Now, Williamson aims to utilize his platform to, uh, to assist others with the same struggles. Today, we have him to talk, to, to talk about music and, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Davey Williamson. What's up, bud? Hello, hello. How's it going? How you doing? Yeah. Good, 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 good. Doing pretty good. Crazy times, you know. It is. Christmas right on the corner, COVID. Yeah. So Presidential election stuff and, you know, how all that goes. Everything everything is going to mess. So (laughs) hopefully next year, hopefully we'll get the next New Year, you know. So next year should be better. Yeah. It should be, I hope. I think we all hope so. Yeah, so you mentioned uh, the pandemic. So how are you doing with pandemic, with the, with the whole situation of it? You know, it's interesting to, to bring that up because I'm probably one of the only people who decided to release on a national platform um, uh, my music, um, not only just being a solo artist, but to run a, a national music campaign in the fourth quarter um, and to push, but one of the things that triggered for me with the pandemic and, and everybody kind of shutting things down because you can't tour nationally, right. you can't support uh, the radio push for it. I kind of saw it a little bit different. I thought this is an opportunity for me to be able to jump in, uh, jump the gun per se, to uh, be able to, to be able to, uh, to be recognized on that national platform. I've had little successes here and there and, and I've toured uh, nationally uh, nice. over the years however I, you know nothing any nothing of any substance that i was trying to support records on or anything right. like that yeah. i'm not large scale so uh pandemics in in some twisted way um has uh has benefited me in the music business and has hurt me in some of the other businesses and yeah. and uh you know obviously seeing people sick and, and hurting it's in a, in yeah. a positive light either so. Yeah. Well, hopefully this all will go to go to pass because I heard from um I don't know if it's a reliable source, but Facebook, you know, it's not it's not, the, oh, sure. it's not a very reliable <laughs> source. But I heard that uh, South Carolina, the where I am right now, has got the uh, vaccine. But 
Once again, okay. it's Facebook. So, you know, you know, Twitter and Facebook they have lots of lots of lies. You know, so I don't. Oh, know. So you're in South Carolina? Yes, sir. Columbia. Really? Columbia. Columbia. Yeah. Really? Yeah. My, my brother Lennon Harkins lives in Columbia, South Carolina. Right. Oh, now. nice. Well, just cool. recently got married in Columbia. Yeah, That's nice. Cool. Nice. Yeah. And uh, and and reading your um, introduction. As I just said, you were born in Plant City, Florida. My dad, my dad is a colonel, and we used to live in Plant City, Florida. I think thirty minutes really? from the um, ballpark or something, right? It, 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 there's a... and I'd have no idea. Oh, okay. To be with <laughs> okay. You. Yeah. So, um, my so my father and my mother, I guess I I was had I was born yeah. in Plant City, and I can't tell you anything about it other than they have a strawberry festival. And I know that from previous Maybe. tours or yeah. traveling, um, it's, it's something that's a big deal there. Um, I have family right outside of Tampa still in Bradenton, okay. Florida. Yeah. And, uh, and I graduated, in fact, I graduated high school in uh, the Panhandle of Florida okay. in a small town called Perry, um, yeah. probably an hour from Tallahassee. It's not, it's in the middle of nowhere. Right. Yeah. Well, you're like me because I because I was born in Texas. I I I, I was born in Austin, Texas. Can't tell you okay. nothing. I can't tell you where anything is. So I'm right yeah, there with Austin, you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. So how long have you been? Um. Well, I guess you were raised in, in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. I was. Yeah. And in fact, that's where I'm at today. So. Okay. Um. Yeah. I love it here. I. I'm a I'm a proud Wilmingtonian, is what they call us. <laughs> I just uh, you know over my years I've I've I I started here playing music. Um, I went to elementary school, middle school, high school yeah. uh, here. Went to college here a little bit, and uh, and uh, Eastern North Carolina is definitely my home, and and it's taught me a lot. And unfortunately, I don't play hometown very much anymore um not for any particular reason other than i've i've never seemed to and i think a lot of musicians can relate to this i've never been able to to pull a crowd in my hometown it's like they love you when you're gone but they when you're home (laughs) they they hate you in here yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. they don't care if much if you're just sitting at home they seem not to care you know it's everybody's you know everybody's playing on the same playing with the same hand so Right. So my um, first question for you is, um, I know, well, like I can say for safely that you're really into music, obviously. Yeah. Major <laughs> fan. Major, yeah. yeah. Good. Good. So which genre of, of, uh, of music did, did really capture you the first time you heard it? It's a, that's a tough question to answer because my, my father grew up as a musician Okay. and, um, I grew up, I grew up around listening to all different genres of music, right. um, whether it be uh, my mother with the Bee Gees and, and this kind of thing, and um, my father, <laughs> whether it be 10CC, just to dig back a little bit, <laughs> yeah. you know, head east. Or, but my dad was also, you know, a big fan of um, Tom Petty and, you know, Blackfoot and I'm just I grew up in such a a broad array of music my mother was a big Phil Collins fan yeah um and as me and my brother began to really pick up on it and and take off uh the most influential I think for us was was the 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 indie rock uh 
mud honey mud honey is uh, great that kind of sound yeah uh and then it fell towards the punk rock and the skate punk stuff which is more along the lines of agent orange um i'm a big lag wagon fan um you know bad religion no effects uh those styles and uh, we really honed in on that propagandi's a, a huge influence i would say for me um just the the level of intelligence the songwriting um the aptitude with um making it all go together so it kind of mending the um or having the fortitude to be able to put together a dynamic and and in-depth lyric with something so aggressive and being able to express that aggression with propaganda with Lagwagon, um it joe i'm just a huge joey cape fan yeah. uh, lyrically and uh, can really relate to him uh so i'd have to say it really all kind of started for me with the fast choppy riffs of uh, skate punk style okay. music, and, and I was a big fan of hard rock. My brother went the direction of metal. I went yeah. deeper into the punk rock and more into the hardcore stuff. And and uh, of course, over the years, your ears change and you learn more and more and more. And and uh, I just such a massive fan of music. It's a tough question to answer. So I, I'll leave it with I started there and I am where I am today. So yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because when I grew up, I start I started. Well, my mom um, got me uh, the, the the black album from Metallica, and that's Absolutely all. Love it. And that's all. I really, all every single day, Metallica, Metallica, and my mom was like, "Oh God," you know. And then as the years grew, as years grown, you know, more and more, I started sure. developing like like you said, a better ear for music, and I and now my my um, if you go to my Spotify list, it's like like country. Right metal on. and then straight like rap and you know rap and rock and it's like uh, amazing you know I, I, i'm the same exact yeah. way so I, you know i uh it's tough when when you are a musician because you seem to get it's very clicky right so you'll you'll play with the metal guys and then the country guys kind of frown on you then you play with the country guys and the metal guys are like that guy can't come play with us right here you know yeah so you're getting that kind of thing and and i'm i'm just a I, you know, I kind of see myself as as a a, a multi a multifaceted and and a, a, a lover of music, such that I, you know I have I've played in jazz ensembles, nice. I've played I've played in country bands, played in rock bands, played in punk bands, played in hip hop groups, played uh you know with a, with some pretty decent size groups that do that style of music and i'm just such a big fan and, and on different instruments right so that's a uh that's a that's a that's a huge thing i think the bigger the fan you are of music in general the greater appreciation you have for all music right. exactly. um, whether it be uh, lamb of god or man um, you're speaking yeah because yeah, um, yeah. i don't know if you can see it but there's an album right up there Okay, that's yeah. A, oh, that's a, you know, it's funny, is, and I see Chris, I was the next Chris one, Stable, yeah. going to be like, somebody yeah. in the country genre, yeah. but there's a Chris Stapleton album, right, so there yeah. you go. And, and then I got, you've got the rap with Kendrick Lamar, yeah, and, then, and then the street punk with the Misfits, man. That's right. In fact, um, my band, My Shop Paul, we had, we did some uh, opening for uh, Misfits when it was Marky Ramon, Jerry Only. Uh, and Des from Black Flag. Were, well, they were all okay, so yeah, because that was when they did their um 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 like old old uh 
like uh, old 50 songs, right? Old covers for the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the main album was the best album I thought, you know, except for this one. This one is American Psycho, and I love yeah. this one because of because of Michael Graves. I think he uh, just has the best voice ever made, you know. Yeah, yeah Michael Graves is awesome. Yeah, no shades, yeah. Glenn though. Glenn's you know, Glenn's the man, but Michael, man, you can't, yeah, 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 because that's that's yeah. a whole other thing. Yeah, 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 they are two yeah. two different you know aspects of voices. They um, really do. So me, which is learning that you are a multi instrumentalist. Um, what was your first instrument that you picked up and said, "Okay, I can do this"? That's and tough one. and That's... and and do you still have the instrument if you actually, you know? I, I wish I could take you around the room and show you. Oh, yeah. If um, <laughs> I have uh, if I had to say what I picked up first and thought I can do this, it would be um, a guitar. Yeah, I think that's everybody's um, go to first, you know. Yeah, and then I immediately I'm I'm a I'm a drummer at heart, okay. and so that's my that's the instrument that I I uh, I enjoy the most, and I I love to uh, play off the you know the adage uh, less is more with drums, and so the more right. complicated drumming is actually the guy that you don't even know who's in the background playing drums, right? Because it fits the song because you're playing to, you're playing the song you're not playing. To you know, it's not glam rock. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, so. now, when you play the drums, do you play it free-handed or cross-handed? Because I know, because there's uh, there's the uh, um, pros and cons of, to every every form of playing. So I just want to. No, that's a great question. Yeah. So I play I play cross-handed. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. I do, but you know, I uh, that's. Yeah, that's that's something else. I didn't think anybody would ask me that. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I don't want to get into the different styles because well, yeah, there's a guy. Yeah. There's a guy that that plays music with me by the name of Andy Easton, and he used to play drums when he was back. He was 16 years old, and he played with Pat Metheny, mm-hmm. and uh, he plays open-handed yeah. um, and traditional. Right. And so he uh, he is probably the most incredible drummer I've ever heard in my life. Um, not, uh, not at, like what most people would think. You know, dig, 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 as fast as they can yeah. get going. Skill wise, he's using all parts of his brain. It's every limb's doing a different time signature. Right. In incredible, and uh, and God bless him. I don't know how he does it. But <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, because the only person that I have seen live uh, ever playing it open handed was uh, Paul from uh, Cannibal Corpse. Mm. Now. Technically, yes, yeah, yeah, technically that would be the, I guess, would say the better one because it, it, you don't have to get out of the rules like you do crosshand. You have to, you know, come out of it and go, you know, go. Yeah, you're just constantly playing. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. freehand. You can do whatever you want because you're actually, you're, you know, playing like this, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, you know, it, it all, you know, personal opinion, yeah. you know, no, no, nobody's wrong and nobody's right, you know. That's, right. That's just right. how you play the music, you know. It is. It is, and again, it goes back to that. You know, playing this, playing the song, not playing, uh, playing to be the best in your band, kind of thing. Right. You know. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. so. Um, and that's one. Of, that's one of the benefits of being a solo guy, because now it's everything. <laughs> I'm doing all this. <laughs> doing all yourself, so you don't care, do you? Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm like, oh. yeah. Yeah, it's all me. So if it's bad, I got me to blame. If it's decent, I've got me to blame or yeah. agree with you know it's mm. it's a uh it's an inner yeah. thing yeah that's true so 
Um, who has been your favorite band and is still is to this day? Do you did do, did you listen to one band and like I want to rock with them all their career? I can so tell we, you, I can tell you mine first. You, you know, yeah, let's hear yours first. Mine, and okay, so mine they don't put out music in understandably so, but mine will always be Nirvana. I huh. love, 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 love Nirvana ever since the you know the Bleach album. No. Oh yeah. Strangely, I thought that Nevermind was our first album, and then I learned that Bleach was. I'm like, okay, I can. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's typically how it goes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Because you know, uh, so. yeah, Never, Nevermind was their was their breakout album, you know, and I did, and I never thought that they would have uh, two albums before that, or was right. that Bleach Bleach was the first, Nevermind was the second one, right? That's correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I didn't. As far that. as I know, now, yeah, there could yeah. be something else I don't know. You right. Know, yeah. Another one that we're unfamiliar with, but yeah. from what I know, I think that's the that's good um, to be true. So, yeah. um, for me, it would again, you know, it's it's odd to continue. You know, I, I get asked this question pretty often in interviews or, or by people that just are curious. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows or just, you know, online that for whatever reason I've been an in, in inspiration to them wanting to play or wanting to know more or even if it's just friends. And I always go back to Lagwagon and uh, they're not as popular of, of a band to, uh, uh, to be named a lot. Um, to come out another one of mine is rkl or rich kids on lsd um uh, the 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 musicianships just out of this world um there was a guy by the name of Derek palord um who ended up being the drummer for lagwag and he played for rkl he i think he filled in for some of the guys that in that genre as well just probably one of the best technically tight just skill set out through the roof and um and then if you combine that with joey cape songwriting and uh john snodgrass uh, just the creativity that comes out of those guys is, is is something else another one for me which is this none of this matches my genre which if that tells you anything about like i'm into all kinds of stuff yeah another one that matches my my uh my top favorite I wish I could have been playing with would be Cake, uh, the band Cake. Yeah. And again, create creativity and to be able to take random uh, uh, gizmos and gadgets and place them into your songs and then make it actually turn into a song just baffles me. Um, as far as the rock genres are concerned, um, it, it's tough to to go against um, Foo Fighters since that started basing off of yeah. you know Nirvana and, and Dave Grohl moving over right. I'm a big Foo Fighters fan love what they've done um, to pick one's tough I mean yeah, I, love, I love Aerosmith yeah. um, and I like the songwriting and the flamboyancy of the whole thing it's not for me but I, I it's it's for them for sure okay so I, if I had to, to say a final answer for all of it, I would have to say, um, I, I would have to go with, um, I hate to stick my foot in my mouth here. I, I'd have to say I would, I, I would, I would choose, uh, 
Aerosmith. Aerosmith, yeah. Aerosmith. After all of them, and and, and I mean, I, I would put Lagwagon right beside them. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's a for me thing, you know. It's not necessarily if technically and all that kind of deal. So. Yeah, it's so hard because there's so many great bands out there. Like, which one do I pick? You know, Pearl Jam, Aerosmith, Lagwagon. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah right, so and, and and sometimes the magic happens. That's that's one of the things is that you can put a, a t you know I forget me and a, a friend were talking about Rolling Stones the other day and over the phone and we were like you know can you imagine hearing any of those guys by themselves playing an instrument yeah. sound like a train wreck i know <laughs> <laughs> right. together and it's like whoa man that's awesome it's like wow you found four guys you know on the street banging away on broken instruments that's throwing right. together and you have to roll in stones yeah. so i guess you know right. so, so if if you thought that question was tough, I'm going to give you another one. Okay, so don't uh, don't hate me. <laughs> don't hate me too much, all right? Okay, so uh, my our podcast is called "When Words Fail, Music Speaks," and I think that's that can't be more true to the to the ear. Um, so what is the one song that you absolutely love that you just can't tell uh, that you just can't explain to anybody how it makes you feel? Oh man. Um... Mine would be um uh, mine yeah, would be okay. okay okay so mine would be Eric Church uh the um um Talladega you know there's, okay. there's there's something about that song that makes me cry every time I hear it and and that's not joking you know I do literally shed tears when that song comes out you know I got that's amazing yeah that's yeah it comes every time I hear it in public I'm like oh, I got well, I don't want to, you know but but I you know tend to produce one one teardrop when they, you know when that song comes out. Mine would be Smokey Robinson, Ooh. and it would be Track of My Tears. Yeah, and that one, uh, I think that's that's the one for me. Yeah, yeah. Every time I even think of it, I start smiling. You know? Yeah, because yeah, because there's some certain songs that you just can't explain it. You know, you like I want to tell you about it, but I don't know how to produce words. You know, to express yeah. how much I feel about that song. Well, it's also the it's whenever you you. You can't. Ex you. It's like one of those songs, or or the expression. It's when you hear something that means something so deep, and somebody else goes, "Yeah, I know, I've heard it before." And you're not, no man, you're no. not listening. <laughs> that's right. But you yeah. hear that, but you're not listening. <laughs> that's right. There's yeah. two different things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. I think I think that's a, that's an awesome name for you guys, yeah. and I think it's an awesome, uh, and awesome thing that people do with each other, and, and that, I think that's how music passes along. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so before you formed the bands Third Class Passenger or Mosh Hot Paul, um, were there any bands in high school that you that you uh, formed or joined? Because I know a lot of people have like like a you know they uh, one interview we like were you any in bad high school bands and they're like yes or you know no yeah 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 so you're the same way too. I, I am okay. so I. Uh my middle school and high school band situation was fairly odd um in middle school my brother and i lived in a neighborhood called north chase in in wilmington north carolina on one side of the street on the other side of the street um, there was another buddy of mine and his mom dorothy dejale owned a consignment shop mm -hmm. 
And so they always had cool gizmos and gadgets. And that's the second time I've said that in this interview. I don't know where this is coming from, but <laughs> it's gizmos and gadgets. <laughs> it must have something to do with gremlins. Don't they say that in the gremlins or something? Yeah, something, yeah, yeah something like that. I'm yeah. watching the Christmas scene. Or, they do, or, or, or uh, Ariel said that in the, the Little uh, Mermaid. Yeah, I mean, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Disney movies, come on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so the... Uh, <laughs> So I, Cutler somehow started, he'd get a guitar from like the consignment shop his mom would give him or, mm-hmm. you know, or give him some instrument or be like, hey, here's a record player. And then we would start getting records and we would always hang out at his house and it was a, a room above the garage. And so we would set up there and it was a big room above the garage. So, you know, one Christmas he gets a guitar, the next Christmas we get guitars. Then before you know it, we're like, let's start a band. And then we okay. have a drum set. His mom's downstairs. And for some reason, she allowed us to play music all night long. Like, it's, I mean, wow. they'd get home from work and they would not care that we were upstairs. So, I mean, God bless uh, her and Chuck um, and, uh, and, and Cutler just for putting up for me and my brother. We would show up over there on a Saturday morning after, you know, the, I can't imagine now if my, if my daughter showed up with her friends at seven o'clock in the morning and started banging on drums. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's right after work week, you know. Um, and uh, they let us do it for the longest time. And um, Cutler's dad, in fact, worked for a textile company. And it, the company was called Textiles. And he, we started a band and the band was called this is i'm showing i'm getting back deep into when we first started (laughs) but the name of the band just to be stupid we named it chocolate cow Um, okay (laughs) right yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) that works i guess (laughs) we thought thought the same thing uh growing up like in and doing it but his dad went and made patches uh for everything and all of a sudden I was, I had, I had this brilliant idea. I'm like, man, we should put those on those shirts that your dad gets. So his dad shows up with a box of shirts. Now we're sewing the the patches on. We take them to school. We're selling them. Oh, wow. So now we're like, we have like the most famous sixth grade band possible. Like everybody in the hallways is wearing toboggans with the, they've got chocolate cow pants it's like what the you know what the hell's chocolate cow you know like we're like it's a band man you know we've never played a show we like, we just sit up in his garage but we think we're the you know we're the best yeah that's what that was right um, yeah, yeah. Um, okay so um in uh now now you've uh formed um a third class venture in Marsh Hall in 2020 right or, no, or like so, was it before so, that so it was way before that. Okay. So, okay. Um, one of the things that I guess they in the uh, in the press release that came out, they meant to put O2 um, for third class passenger, and I don't know who messed it up. If it was me or or, uh, or uh, the initial press release that came out, and then everybody copied it. Right. <laughs> and yeah. we're like, oh, here's the details. So, in fact, what happened is in O2. Um, we had formed Third Class Passenger. Mm. Uh, prior to that, there was another band called Emilio Five, and then a couple other bands that we threw together. Right. Um, but uh, Third Class Passenger came together fairly quickly, and we, you know, we uh, we kind of just took off. We had some songs, and 
um, that was formed with myself, Chris McCullen, and Jason Gerganis. We were a three-piece hard rock band. Nice. And it was the first time we'd done anything hard rock band style. Everything had been punk rock, and which I love, and punk rock and, and uh, more like hardcore bands. Right. Um, so once we started Third Class Passenger, it just kind of took off, and it went for a while, and, and um, it, it gained a little momentum. Right. did some touring from it did interviews did radio stations and and uh it went okay for a little while but essentially i, I just wasn't prepared for the uh, i wasn't a uh, i was young and i wasn't prepared for what it took to to break through in the industry at that point i, I wasn't mature enough all right and the guys i was with i think we all just kind of we got burned out on it and uh that ended and i the bug was in me so there was no shaking me i was going to get in another band so i ended up getting with my brother again who i know liked punk rock mm. and metal and whatnot and uh met a another guy by the name of michael barbie who's a phenomenal musician plays all the instruments as well mm. and uh, also chad hoyle chad hoyle um, had been kind of on the a music scene guy for a long time playing drums and killer punk rock drummer, just killer, killer, perfect thing for what I was looking for at the time. And uh, we decided to start My Shop Ha, and that must have happened in two months, and that just that took off uh, incredibly fast. I mean, within within uh, you know a couple months we were we were touring right so and we had recorded a, 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 a record as well so hey, cool, cool. Um, a whole lot of fun yeah. a whole lot of fun um speaking of Marshall Paul um I know of two um I guess subcategories of punk I mean you you could probably give me a lot more but um there's there's horror punk which is the misfits you know and then mm-hmm. there, and then there's the, and then there's re- rebellion punk right with mm-hmm. with a with the uh with a with a band name like Mosh Hopper, I feel like it's more more rebellion punk, right? Am I right? It, or kind it, of it was. It was okay. it was a lot we were compared a lot to bands like Strung Out, um and uh No Effects. Okay. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Things along those lines. Now we've you know, like I said, we played shows, uh, we played with the Misfits, um, we played with Less Than Jake, um, we played with some pretty notable bands yeah. over the year over the years or year, two years, I think we were together. Yeah. Although, um being a fan of the Misfits like like I am and you are, uh did you uh, did you uh, cover any Misfits songs and did you play them while you were like, Hey, check this out, we gotta you know it, it, Cause I would have been really, really nice, you know, but, you know, no, I, uh, we didn't. And I didn't have the, uh, I didn't, that wasn't my style okay. of, uh, of, of punk rock. So I, you know, we were more skate punk. Uh, we were more on like the, it was the in-between of hardcore or like hard rock, hardcore meets heavy punk rock okay. you know aggressive right. um, sounding punk rock yeah. so a great example would be somebody like propagandi okay cool cool um so now is the, the, the let's talk about your new single thin disguise um that song sounds um like a of a melodic tempo to me with a lot of emotion and pain um how long did it take you to write 
then this guy has a was it like a like a what was it like a like a like a week like week song that he wrote in one week or was it like building up building up like I get this out. So, believe it or not, that song started probably a month before Third Class Passenger stopped. That that song was originally supposed to be a Third Class Passenger song. Okay. Um, you're the first one I'm telling this, even though the guys in the band know. We actually, we actually performed that song with now to be the incorrect lyrics. Um, at, uh, in fact, at UNCW here, the University of Wilmington, uh, and um, we performed it there, and of all the people, I think it was one of the guy's mothers or somebody's mothers was just like, nah, that's just not ready yet. And that was kind of the nail in the coffin for all of us. It's like, you know, all right, well, you know, we're trying to build these songs and we're trying to do uh, do something to move forward and move on to the next record um, to become better. And we weren't getting the reception for what we were trying to perform live. You know, that's why you see a lot of bands when they're like, this one's off of our upcoming record and they'll perform it. And that's, they kind of base it off of what, if people are into it or not, we were doing it and it was just like crickets. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So um, it, it started that way and it didn't have we just didn't have the structure right at the time we didn't have the melody line right we didn't have the backing vocal mm. we, we just nothing about it was in place so when i went into the studio uh with sean atkins and, and background records out of fayetteville north carolina we had hung out a couple times and he was like man why aren't you recording anymore like what, what are you doing mm. I said, Sean, I just, I, you know, I, nobody knows, nobody knows how to go tour anymore. Or, or I don't know guys who know how to tour anymore or, or want to do it and, and pursue it and uh, take the risk that's involved to move forward, whether to make it a success. Um, and he said, well, you know, I've, I, I've got the recording stuff to in my house. Like I'll record you. If you'll just come record with me, I'd love to, you know, just me and you record it. And I went, well, I can do all the instruments. And he was like, perfect and if you can't i can help you with a few of them if you need me to and i was like "Hmm." (laughs) i do have these couple songs that i've been kind of dabbling with over you know a long period of time let's go mess around and see if we can do this and uh we went to the studio and the original riff at the beginning don't don't the don't 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 that was about the only thing that we had kept out of, you know, out of the song, except for just one section of uh, where the uh, guitar solo comes in at the end. Um, but we more or less from those little pieces, I, we went in, we restructured the whole thing, laid it out lyrically. I have a, a way that I do. I lay tracks out for myself by, um, kind of doing like a, I use kind of like a number system and not one like a national number system for playing but I do it for the way that I'll write uh lyrically and in melodies and then I can move melodies to where it makes more sense here and this one makes more sense here and, da, 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 and then oh yeah this place this in this section and and because I had been playing with it so much in my mind over so many years I was able to to kind of spit it out fairly quickly I say we'd got it we had finished it writing it in a, in about three days 
Wow. Um, okay. Beginning to end, and then of course, then the mixing process goes into place and mastering and all that. And, and funnily enough, we've gotten burned out even in that three days just because of the hyper focus we'd put into it. Right. <laughs> that we immediately started recording other tracks just so we could get away from from oh, yeah. <laughs> from playing that one over and over and over, and then mixing it over and over and over, and then right. mastering it over and over. And over. Yeah, because so, um. I, I, I feel like you did it the right way because uh, when you record a song and work on it constantly throughout the throughout the season, it takes a, like a fresh pair of eyes to go go come back to it later and say, okay, we need to do this and this and this. So yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It um, I feel like it came across pretty good. In fact, with the EP that's going to be released in January, we um, it's it's being now uh remixed even though it's good where it is and it's it's mastered where it is we're having it remixed to match the rest of the ep um with a guy that i have been working with for now for 17 years by the name of steve hardy uh grammy award-winning engineer as nice. well as uh, andy, andy van Dat, a mastering engineer uh, both of those guys are big names in the industry and, and in their field yeah. so cool, cool um now okay okay so in the uh um introduction I, I i mentioned that you had some demons and that music helped you with those um demons um can you share how music has helped you um in your fight in your battle towards your personal demons sure i think with a lot of people um dealing with whether it be someone who has deals with depression or someone who deals with um, the cards that are dealt or, you know, just different types of situations. And um, for me, uh, music acts as a release of aggression, um, similar to someone who goes to the gym. Yes. You know, you're frustrated, you go to the gym, and then you exhaust yourself where you can't be frustrated anymore because you're just too tired. Right. It kind of works the same for me, and it does it for me in a, in a, uh, a mental capacity yeah. um, when the frustration is too much and, and the struggle, they say the struggle is real. Yeah. It um, is real. Yeah. It's not, you know, yeah. it's not just a saying. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I, for me, um, I've been around and I've, and I've witnessed and I've seen, I've been a part of and, and um, am akin to um, uh, situations where, you see people hurting and you see people who are upset and yeah. one thing for me is the ability to let somebody know people say you know hey i'm here for you right. hey call me if you ever need anything is a, is a great example yeah. but they're not there. Yeah, right. they're never there yeah, yeah they're never actually there when you need them and one of the things that i feel like i'm able to do through this particular song and, and these particular songs some of them that i've written and just music in general for me is to be able to share that I'm there, uh, I'm there with you, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to wave it in your face and then take <laughs> right. it away from yeah. you. Right. Like I'm going to put it through song and, and hopefully, um, when you're having troubles or going through the tough times, when you need something to, to latch onto or yeah. something to feel, feel connected to, um, hopefully they'll put this, um, this, uh, these songs on and, uh, and reach out and, you know, and, and hopefully connect with it and, you know, uh, hopefully work their way through it and help act as maybe help act as guidance right. to, uh, for better days. And that's kind of the way that I write the songs in general. 
Well, man, I tell you what, uh, you and I must have had the same brain, right? You know, because um, because I do have depression, and I and and I made this podcast to talk about music for other people who might have like a not so good day, and sure. I and I feel like if if they spend an hour or however long our podcast is, you know, they can, you know, forget about the worries about for an hour or two, just listen That's to right. some good music, you know, because maybe they they're they're trying to find new music, and we, you know, give that. Uh, idea or ideas right. um, depending on the, the genre, you know. Absolutely. I, you know, so, so yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad, I, you know, I'm glad that you reached, you know, you reached out and, and to my management and asked for uh, an interview because I feel like, you know, if, if someone goes that route yeah. and uh, goes out of the way to ask me, you know, I, I like to be there right. and uh, at least be able to share my, share my experience and hopefully that helps whoever's listening and, and watching as well cool cool uh, well, uh, i do have one final question and it's gonna be a real uh, fun one it's gonna be a real fun one no 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 it's, okay, it's okay, super okay, super okay. easy i am always looking for new music to listen to so i want to know what what are you listening to right now that could um that i that i could you know um listen to as well and probably get better better Ooh. bands and figure this out for yeah. you. <laughs> Pull it out, man. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, there's, there's so many music that's going on around your head. You're like, okay, well, which one? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, like I said, I'm I'm all over the place. Oh yeah. So, so I'm I am a fan of uh, right now Billy Talent, um, the Afraid of Heights uh, album. Okay. That he did. Um, I've been listening to that a lot. Um, I have also, I have a friend out of uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. He's a blues artist. He's by the name of Tony Holiday, and he has an album that just came out. I think it's number five on the blues charts, Billboard charts, um, and it's called Soul Service. Um, fun fact about Tony is um, at one point in time, I was uh, living in Salt Lake City, Utah, and Tony and I met at a pool hall and neither one of us knew we were musicians, but I guess it just, it, the essence was in the air. <laughs> and, uh, right. and he said, well, man, you know, what are you doing? And what's your story? And I said, well, you know, musician, blah, blah, blah. And Tony ended up, uh, he let me borrow his, uh, his tour van to go back and forth to work till I got established. And nice. uh, yeah. incredible guy and incredible music that he's put out. So. Nice. Cool, cool. Yeah. So if you... Um, I, Oh, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'll tell you, no, I'll you a couple. Yeah, come on, um, come on. And then the, uh, there is Tuck Smith. Okay. If you're familiar with him, um, he's got a pretty good uh, a pretty good sound. It's it's old school rock and roll. Um, but look him up. It's T U K last name Smith. Okay, T Tuck Smith. Okay. Yeah, Tuck Smith, Tony Holiday, and uh, like I said, Billy Talent. Cool. Well, I'm gonna look all all these up. Like like right after I get off the you know the 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 interview with you because yeah, like I said man, I'm always yeah. I'm always looking for good music you know and 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 that's something that that like I like I I I can hold dearly because it's just between me and you you know and yeah. and 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 I may listen to it and just promote their 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 stuff on podcast out on our podcast and you know right yeah so it's right. all good stuff all good stuff so yeah. If you go to his website, www.davidwilliamson.com, uh, 
Uh, the whole site is getting revamped, right? It's in process. It right now. Okay. It is right now, but you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and there's links to all the music. In fact, um, there's going to be uh, any links. If, if you just Google my name, Davey Williamson, D-A-V-Y-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S-O-N, um, you'll be able to find links to the music all throughout, whether it be reviews um, for the single or if you're uh, just on iTunes or Spotify, you can search me. I'm fairly easy to find because of my first name being Davey. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and uh, you said your, your 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 new EP is coming out in January. It is. Yeah. So it, we're so it, we're aiming for January first. So first, which will be well, quarter perfect. one. Perfect. Because yeah. my birthday is on the fifth. Right. That, well, there you I, go. I get the early gifts, right? <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then um, I, I will tell you this, that we are, uh, you know, we have a national radio campaign going. I'm not sure if that's how you originally contacted with us, but um, you can also, there's a list of stations um, when you search, it'll be on the website as well, but it's, there's about a hundred stations throughout the country right now. So please do uh, call up your, your local stations and request a, Request the single that's out now, Thin Disguise. And cool. in January, you can call them and bug them for all the rest there of them. There you go. Like. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Where you? Well, yeah. I do appreciate your you coming on. And um, I'm sorry, my, my co-host isn't here. He's uh, with his wife in Disney World. He's in the one in Florida. So I guess that's Disney World. Disney World. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 But he wishes he could be here, you know, talking to you. But I'll, you know, I'll um, yeah. make sure he lives. Well, maybe we can this. do this again. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Probably sometime after the uh, you know EP, EP comes out, you know, maybe we could yeah, do this again and I could get absolutely. some more information on the EP. So yeah. Cool. Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I really appreciate you having me on, and and James, it's been a pleasure. Then thanks for. Not throwing too many crazy questions. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just that one question that that, that I caught you up on, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me. You got me good one time. So yeah. all right, but that's all good, good stuff, all man. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have a blast. Um, you know, uh, keep me spinning out there. Um, and uh, and let's spread the good word, and hopefully we can get out there and and uh, do something with this music thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's great to meet all right. you. All right. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You too, James. Man. Right. See you guys. See you. Awesome. All right. Cool. Well, that was great. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Absolutely. I yeah. appreciate it, James. Yeah, yeah, that was fun, dude. That was real fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was cool. Yeah. yeah, it was super rad, man. I really appreciate that. I was mm-hmm. noticing your shirt says Wheel of Misfortune. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my, um, I, I have a, uh, a friend who has a YouTube channel called Popular Opinion. And, and, mm-hmm. and every Monday, we have. Will and Misfortune, he, he runs a show. So, um, he's always looking for guests. So, I mean, if you want to come on, you know, you can, you, you can contact me and I'll, and I'll, and I'll get you in touch with him and uh, he, he can go ahead and set, go ahead and set it up. If you'll right. send the information over to Michael, okay. Um, MTS management yeah. Yeah. And, and publicity. Okay. Um, Mike, Michael will reach by, right back and any, and anybody you have that, that wants to any kind of promotion. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, thing on stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always cool with it. Yeah. Um, you know, I like okay. to be a fun guest. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just like Wheel of Fortune. You, you, you just guess letters, you know, you, we, um, we partner with somebody who you want to play against or, or you could recommend who you want to play, play against. 
Oh yeah. And we'll try to get with him or her or or like whoever you whoever you want to play against. So yeah, it's a good time, okay. man. You know, we just do that's it every cool. every Monday. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that's super cool. So just if you'll talk to Michael about it, I, sure. I don't I'm not, re- I'm not really in control of it. Right. I mean, it okay. Good. Like I yeah. wish I was, but um, they they kind of filter to make sure that I'm not doing anything that you know. Is right. Yeah. They hurt hurt the brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think you got branded up, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Um. Awesome. Do do you know of any other musicians that would why that that would like to come on? Because I ask all you know everybody that I have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. In fact, uh, let me uh, let me fish that around, and, okay. and what I'll do is I have your email. I'll send some yes. names to you, or or you can always you can always um i i g me you know. Yeah, it's that's grand. what I was going to yeah, say. I, yeah. I can just I send you the name. I can link you together with them. Yeah. Let me sit on that for a minute. Okay. But I, Oh, yeah. Please uh, take your time, you know. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I want to make sure I'm sending you somebody that's doing something as well. Not just goop it all, right? Yeah. Somebody who's actually like, a, you know, they're the real thing, you know, because you're not, you're going to run out of questions. You know, it's right. not going to have any answers for yeah, us. So. Yeah. I, man, man, I hope those questions were, were, was pretty easy, man. But, but, but oh, they but, were great. They but, were great, man. I, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But the hardest real, thing about, the hardest thing about interviewing, you know, anybody is coming up with questions, you know. Like, is this going to be good or, you know, you know, well, well, the problem is, is if they don't know how to respond to them and you just get yeah. stuck there. Right. Yeah. See, that's why yeah. I, that's why I, I asked you to, you know, to go, I mean, to send you the question first so you can kind of prepare what you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's great yeah. that you do that. It's really smart. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, cool. That's cool, man. I will tell you this. Your camera shakes a lot. I don't okay. know if it's because you're leaning it's, on the thing. No, it's, it's on the, um, my, my camera's not on the, not solid state. Yeah. Oh, it's not. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, gotcha. on my, it's on my laptop. So every time I do that, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, I gotcha, gotta, I gotta find something that holds my camera still, you know. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. No, I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering about that. I was like, what? you didn't do it during the interview, but you no. do it whenever. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. it was solid during the interview. Yeah. I try to keep my hands off the table, you know, cause every time I, you know, drove the table, it, the camera shakes. So I try yeah. my best to help you. I'm always fidgeting, and I don't know why. Maybe I have, you know, uh, some kind of um, nervous tick or something. I, I'm not sure, you know. But, <laughs> nah, but, 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 go, but, but I'm always fidgeting with something, you know, with the phone or I don't know. It's so, it's weird. <laughs> right. It's weird. No, so. I, yeah, I think everybody's kind of gotten that way over the, over the past few years. Cause yeah. Of cell phones. Yeah, especially, yeah. you know, especially 2020 because of this virus thing, so. Tell who knows? Me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Knows? Exactly, man. Exactly. How long have you been doing this? Uh, since February, uh, um, we've been doing um podcasting since February. I don't think it was till April or May since I've been doing interviews. Um, you're my twenty first interview, so. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, this is still pretty new to me, but I heard some great things about. Uh, who all of you? Uh, who all of you had? Uh, interviews with. Oh my God! Okay, so let like me any, some some oh. like bigger names or oh uh oh well okay so um being rock and roll um you've heard of uh, you've heard of the band Demon Hunter right? Yeah, of course. Okay, so so I interviewed Yogi, the drummer from Demon Hunter. Yeah, oh, uh, I saw that actually. I saw that when I was looking you up. Okay, nice. Yeah, I, I I interviewed um let's see here. I I man, there's been so many. I interviewed my um my high school friend at the first interview. 
Because I'm like, I, I want to see how this goes first, you know, and if it, right. and if it sucks, it's no problem because, you know, he's my high school friend. Um, but we just interviewed Luke Knoll um, from SNL, you know, because he's a musician too. We wow. Yeah, it's Chrissy Karma. I think she's on your your, your label. Um, Bill Crossman, okay. Jer, Jer, uh, Jeremy Saffer, the photographer, Savannah Nider, Ed Roman, Jeremy Parsons. You know, Ed, uh, Ed, Ed Romans, he's on my R-Label yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the way how I got in touch with Michael was um, I posted a little post saying, you know, whoever wants to, you know, be interviewed, I'm looking for musicians. I interviewed on podcastguests.com, and and Michael just sent me, like, a plethora of, like, musicians. Like, I got to get with him, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 so he's, he's a great guy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he's he really, really, really great, yeah. Yeah, he's doing big things. So he seems to have he seems to have uh have a liking towards me. Right. So before before we were ever before we were ever anything, he actually reached out to me and was like, Look, man, I really, really dig this. He's like, right. you know, we can do something. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, all right, man. I didn't even think about it. And he was like, he was like, Man, check out my stuff. Like, this is everything I'm doing. So one day he he did some work for me with the music stuff and he came back and I, I said listen let me let me ask you why don't you just become my publicist and he's like okay okay <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, was, I was like all right well i was like that fixes that so right. now like, so you now did you find him or did he find you so I, believe it or not i found him through fiverr and i had hired him to write a uh a PR release, a small, like a six, uh, 60 word PR release. Mm -hmm. And I think I was only going to pay him like five like bucks 17 or bucks or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then he, you know, I, you know, he was just, he said, man, before I even did it, he's like, man, I listened to your track. He's like, I gotta tell you, dude, I really want to do something with you. And yeah. I was like, okay. But I didn't know who it was. I just saw some random guy who was good with words. Right. Well, so. yeah, because you never know because it's Fiverr. You know, anybody can, you know, pay somebody. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because yep. I, yep. I found a few people on Fiverr. I I, I found a uh, a guy who did an introduction, you know, the voice saying, you know, this is James Cox and uh, Blake Mosley, you know. But um, I'm, I have a, have you heard of Doc Brass? The OK uh -huh. Brass? Okay. So he's like, he's a finger drummer. And I'm and I'm working with him to make me a new, a, a new podcast theme, so okay. yeah, so that's gonna be really really dope. So yeah, yeah, so. sounds like it's gonna be yeah. So cool, man. That's wild. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're in Colombia, so if I get down to Colombia, man, I'll have to try to meet up or something. Yes, please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I because I really I'll reach miss out and see because I really miss live music, dude. I don't. I I I think everybody needs some, you know live music, you know. Yeah, I think it's 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 a necessity, and to take it away like they have, it's yeah, it's not a good thing. Oh. My my brother's actually a musician, and he's living in Colombia. Okay, nice. So he he plays. He does more like jazz stuff around there. Yeah, he's my little brother, not my older brother that plays with all the punk bands. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. My little, my little brother's really good too. Though. Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I've I I've been out to um, it was headliners. I think I don't know if he's been to headliners. Headliners was a was a was a club me call and club me that every like every almost every big name band went to, you know like 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 Liquor Club um, and Buckethead. I, you know? I I never played uh uh 
I remember headliners when it started. Yeah. But I, for some reason, I fell in between the gap where they were there than they weren't, or they were booking than they weren't, or then it got too big, and then it was I was I was not big enough, and right, yeah. I just never seemed to land it. Now I did used to play a place called, I think it was called Banana Joe's or something. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It was downtown, like right on that strip where all the bars are, all the college kids and everybody go. Right on, like right, right outside of campus, right yeah. on that cut through downtown. Yeah. Um, and I played there one time, but that's about that's about it for Columbia. I, I just don't know of a lot of places, and I don't know that I don't know any people in Columbia yeah. to support it. Right. Yeah, well. So it's always um, hard getting your name out virtually, and you know, I, I, I and I guess Michael's doing a fantastic job of it because you know he told me about you. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get this yeah, guy yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's killer. And like I said, please, you know, let's reach out after uh, after January. And, oh yeah, and I'll you know I'll come back. Cool, man. All right, cool. So. All right, very nice to meet you again. All right, well, All rock right. on, man. Right. Hey, stay safe out there, and we'll see you soon. Okay. You too. All right, bye. You've been listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast. Stay tuned for more, and thank you for listening.